Welcome to the Equestrian Business Podcast, the show that talks about business for equestrians. If you're an equestrian business owner who wants more revenue, more profit, and a better work-life balance in your business, and you're looking for dry, humoured, no-nonsense business advice, you're in the right place. Whether you're just getting started, or whether you've been in the equestrian game for decades, I'm going to give you the tools, the strategies, systems, techniques, and a splash of philosophy on what you can do to have more fun, a better work-life balance, and more money in your equestrian business. Welcome to episode two, as requested on my Instagram. This one is all about holding yourself accountable and actually showing up and doing the work in your business. Today is a tough love session, so strap yourself in, grab yourself a drink to digest it with. While you're grabbing a drink, I just wanted to ask if you've had chance to download my incredibly popular cash flow sheet. It's completely free and you can download it from the link in the show notes. If you're struggling with heavy overhead costs, it's time to stop hiding from your finances and face them head on. This sheet breaks down all of your costs and tells you if you're making a profit or a loss and I strongly urge you to download it. So with no more ado, let's dive straight in to this week, shall we? There's this cheesy saying, and I actually hate cheesy sayings, and you're not going to believe me because by the end of this, I'm going to have reeled off a few to you, so you're not going to believe me, but I actually hate them. There's this cheesy saying that nothing changes unless you change, and as much as I hate to say it, it is true. How are you going to have the audacity and the goal to keep doing the same things, stay in your comfort zone, and then be surprised that you don't get the results from the work you didn't do or the work that you half-assed. And I see this all the time in lots of aspects of life. So not just in business, I see people who will take their horse out to a dressage test and they oh no, I only got 40% okay, but how many times have you ridden your horse and schooled your horse before that test? Ah, well, you know, once or twice, maybe three times. Well, you've not done the work then, have you? We see it all the time when people go in for exams. Oh, I didn't do too well in that exam, but how much time did you spend revising? Oh, well, you know, I did a bit on evenings and, you know, once a weekend. You didn't do the work. You have no right to be disappointed with the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. I mean, if you don't do the work and you somehow wing it and you get it spot on, then good for you. But most of the time, you're going to have to put in the work. This week, I am taking no prisoners. And I'm sorry, but you're going to thank me for it in the long run. It might be uncomfortable to hear and it might not go down easy, but once that message has sunk in and you've taken the action, you're going to thank me for this episode. As busy business owners, we don't often hold ourselves accountable. There's no boss lingering over our head and there aren't really any deadlines. Well, barring the um, 31st of January self-assessment tax return, if you're in the UK, of course. But there's nobody who's really going to crack the whip and say, do you know what, your job's on the line. Because you're your boss and you're not going to fire yourself. I speak to so many business owners every week who struggle to put on their CEO hat. 
especially the lone workers who are out here doing it all by themselves or the ones who just have a very very small team so I'm talking about the ladies who do everything in their business by themselves I'm talking about the saddle fitters the massage therapists who are a one woman band going out and doing all of their treatments and I'm also talking about those riding schools and livery yards where you've got a small team of perhaps five or ten maybe less people and you are doing the majority of that work by yourself so here's the thing as a business owner you need to know when to put your CEO hat on and when to really work on your business rather than in your business CEO tasks are not the everyday front-end operations of your business that is what we're going to call employee tasks or worker tasks during this podcast session These are things like mucking out stables, teaching riding lessons, ordering deliveries, managing your team, fitting saddles, giving treatments to horses. Those are all the everyday tasks that realistically, if we're being 100% honest, if you had the financing able to do so, you could technically put someone else in charge of that task. You could employ someone to teach riding lessons for you. You could employ someone to massage horses for you and do the treatments. You could employ someone to fit saddles for you. You could employ someone to muck out your stables. These are employee tasks. That's what we're going to call them just for today. Even if you can't afford staff or you you don't want to employ anybody, we're going to call that an employee style task today. You need to know when to put your CEO hat on. The CEO of the company, even if you are the worker and the CEO, the CEO in you doesn't need to concentrate on the everyday jobs. So even if you are a one-woman band, I need you to set out a day, a morning, an afternoon, an evening, if you're like me, perhaps a a 2am till 4am session when you can't sleep. And I want you to work on your business. Whenever you set that time, I want you to put that CEO hat on and forget those day-to-day jobs. I want you to think about, are you driving enough customers into your business? I want you to really focus on those core business functions. Are you getting enough people in? How much money are your customers spending on average? Are you breaking even? Are you making a profit? Are you making a loss? Are your customers coming back to you again and again? Or do they see you once and then ghost you again? Are your team, if you're lucky enough to have a team, are they productive or is a large proportion of your time spent cleaning up after them and redoing the job that you're paying them to do? If you are, I'm just saying it is time to pull the plug and get a new team. But that is a new conversation. That's a different podcast for a different day. So let's let's stay on track, shall we? I am so easily sidetracked. What percentage of your revenue is being converted into profit? How successful are your marketing campaigns? These are the CEO tasks that I need you to just at least sit down and give yourself a couple of hours to concentrate on. I know how tempting it is to ignore those CEO tasks and you think, oh, it can wait till next week, it can wait till Friday, it can can wait till the weekend and then it is the weekend and you, you can't be bothered because you want to do something else or you get an evening and you think, actually, 
I'm going to have a takeaway and sit on the sofa and I'm not going to do it. Or you think, oh, actually, I've got a bit of a night off. I'm going to, I'm going to go out with my husband for a meal or I'm going to go out with my friends. And you just avoid them. You cannot be surprised that your business is not working for you if you are not putting the work in. If you are not firmly grasping those metaphorical business reins and schooling the basic foundations into your business, just like you would with a young horse, you wouldn't skip a young horse's early education and then expect them to go out and perform at a competition. Well, some people do, but hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not one of those people please don't expect your business to just tick over for you and work for you if you're not prepared to do the work for your business until you get your business to the point where it can muck itself out it's a bit like a needy toddler it needs you to hold its hand it needs you to do the work so you can't be surprised if you're not getting those results if you're not getting a massive amount of profit if you're not getting loads of free time if you're not actually willing to do the CEO tasks that are going to enable you to make money out of your business make passive income out of your business and make your business work for you if you're not going to put the work in and make it into that type of business Here's another way to look at it. If you employed yourself, if you paid yourself a salary every month to run your business, if you cloned yourself and you met yourself and you said, right, I'm going to give you the general manager job of my business. And your clone said, oh, do you know what? I don't really feel like uh, checking the profit or losses this week. Um... And I've got a bit of team training to do, but, um, you know, I'm not really feeling like it today, so it can wait till next week. How quickly would you fire your clone? Pretty quickly, I'd imagine. I want you to start holding yourself accountable like you are paying yourself to work in your business, like you have hired yourself specifically to work in your business. This is what I do when I get distracted or I get what I call idea and I start thinking I should be doing everything and I realise that I'm not being productive. I hold myself accountable and I say, right, Rihanna Amber, you are a business consultant. You're a bloody good business consultant. So what I want you to do is I want you to consult your own business and I will sit down with myself and I will look at my own business and advise myself on what I need to be doing to get myself back into a good flow and get myself back on track. And I really, really want you to do the same. I want you to hold yourself accountable. I want you to act like you have employed yourself to come and work on that business. It really is time to start putting in the work, the uncomfortable work, that outside your comfort zone work. I am so sorry to keep giving you those cheesy motivational quotes. But it really, really is true. Nothing good ever happens inside your comfort zone. But if you can function past that anxiety and learn something new and start looking at your business with your CEO hat on, and even if you're not, you might don't, you don't have to be Alan Sugar. And even if you're not business savvy, you can learn to be, you can learn all about business. That's what I'm here for. There's lots of resources out there to help you put that CEO hat on and to help you grow and develop that business.
you really are going to have to drive some of those positive changes and just think about the benefits to it yes it is hard it is the gritty work but if you can put in that gritty work once you've got the results out of it it's gonna it's gonna be life-changing for you if you can get your business to a point where it doesn't need you in it to work because you've already done the work and got your business to the point where it can work itself out it's going to be life-changing for you but in order to do it you are going to have to put on that ceo hat if you're not sure where to get started and you'd like my help to get your business on track, remember to book your 90-minute power hour with me. It's 90 minutes of live training with my eyes and my attention, 100% on you and your business, helping you align yourself and implement a strategy to move your business forward. I'm going to help you put that CEO hat on. I'm going to help you look at your business and analyse it and see exactly what you need to do to get to where you want to be. I want to help you build a business that can muck itself out, a business that works so that you don't have to work too hard. But in order to get to that end goal, you're probably going to have to make some changes, some uncomfortable changes and step outside that comfort zone. It's the last cheesy quote for the day, I absolutely promise. Change starts with you. You deciding that you've had enough of working all day every day. You've decided that you've had enough of running a business and barely seeing any profit because you're handing it all over to your suppliers and your overheads. Make a start. Start on something. Start today. You don't have to wait for a Monday. You don't have to wait till the first of next month. You don't have to wait till New Year. Start today. I promise you, if you start today, think about where you'll be by the end of summer. Think about where you'll be come autumn time. Think about the Christmas that you'll be able to provide your family if you start today. Think about where you'll be in a year. So this time next year, it is the 7th of May when I'm recording this. Think about where you'll be in May time next year. You could be taking your family on your first holiday in years, or maybe perhaps your first holiday ever. If you're not sure where to start, just drop me a message. I would be more than happy to have a free, no obligation conversation with you, point you in the right direction, chuck you some free resources that are going to help you to make those changes in your business and start looking at your business critically and bring out your inner Alan Sugar in your in a businesswoman. So I have been Rhiannon Amber, the equestrian business specialist, and this has been the equestrian business podcast, and you have been delightful for listening all the way through. Join me next week when we'll be talking all about maximizing the profits in your business and how you can make more money without sacrificing your work-life balance. I'll catch you later.